Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. You are the sky. Everything else is just the weather. Pima Children. Lemonade. We've all heard the saying, when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. Some of us might even have employed this adage a time or two. But as we age, I think it deserves to be employed without discretion. It helps balance out our anxiety over forgetting and misplacing everyday objects. A friend with kids of a variety of ages has been extolling the virtues of positive psychology. And I consider this lemonade adage to be in the same category, thus placing those of us in the baby boomer age group on the cutting edge once again. Let me give you some examples of how lemons to lemonade can be useful. I recently heard a member of my book club say she needed to go get her phone to make a call. As she patted her pockets while walking into another room, she discovered the phone was in there. Hey, here it is, she said, and I don't have to go very far to get it. This is a perfect example of using lemons to make that delicious lemony drink. Not that a trip to another room was necessarily an onerous trek, But how many times have we gone looking for an object we just used only to find ourselves backtracking and wandering our home looking for it? This can happen to anyone at any time. But statistics imply it happens more to those of us born more than 50 years ago and usually propels our thoughts to visions of dementia. I'm a firm believer in trying to find the good in life the positive points in a situation not ordinarily thought of in that light. This buoys my spirits and keeps me young in my mind, never mind what my body might be whispering in my ear. I once lost my garage door opener in my condo. I knew it was in here because I had a clear picture of myself with it in my hand when I came in the front door. I had several other items in my hands as well and remembered taking some of them to the back closet Although, why I would do that remains a mystery to this day. Later, when I was cleaning out my purse and couldn't find the opener, I began searching for it. I looked high and low for over 15 minutes, that felt more like 15 hours, and my anxiety rose with each room I passed through. Finally, I admitted defeat, recognizing I had no clue at all as to the whereabouts of that garage opener. I stood in the living room next to the sofa, distressed and morose. I mentally called out for help from my guides, which immediately calmed me. After a minute, I looked down into the basket next to the couch containing magazines, and there it was, right where I had dropped it along with the latest issue of Real Simple magazine, which really gave me a pretty good laugh. I can find myself moaning and groaning when I get up from the couch or a chair. When I complained about this being painful, another friend said, well, don't do it anymore. Don't make a noise when you get up. I find that idea kind of irritating, 
but decided to try it in the privacy of my own home. And much to my surprise, found it easier to get up with less pain if I made no verbal complaint. This is really good news. And I guess now I'll have to cop to my friend, a lot younger but apparently wiser, about how useful it is. I have worried lately about why I leave the oven on after I finish cooking something. This can be often, particularly in the mornings when I make toast. I know, I know, why not use a toaster oven? It's simpler and you use less electricity, but to my mind, it's just another appliance on the counter. And I am an advocate of living simple, as you will recall. Recently, it's been cold here, so walking into the kitchen the other day for another cup of coffee and finding the oven still on, I decided to open the oven door after I shut it off, thus warming the kitchen and hopefully a bit of the living room where I went to enjoy the coffee and the morning paper. I consider this a bonus point for multitasking. Coffee refill, oven shut off, and room warming all done at once. Ask anyone my age and they would be filled with self-congratulation for being able to accomplish all this with one flick of the wrist. At dinner, a friend had prepared, she bemoaned the fact she had forgotten the Brussels sprouts in the oven and they were overcooked. I had just that day read an article about how crispy Brussels sprouts were the new thing, and I told her that. I don't think she believed me, really, because her spirits didn't seem to lift. But mine did, and I thoroughly enjoyed a dish I had not necessarily believed I would. In fact, I printed out a copy of that recipe for myself and intend on overcooking those Brussels sprouts to my own satisfaction, having discovered this new trick. Oftentimes, as we get older, we tend to look at ourselves with disparaging eyes. Gravity, that evil nemesis of old age, is winning its battle, it can seem. We aren't as adept at picking up new concepts like technology involving computers, phones that perform a multitude of tasks for us, and, God forbid, new TVs that need to be high-def and other acronyms I can't remember. This can be discouraging to even the most positive person. I find myself leaning into an old Southern tradition of asking for help in the most pleasant and appealing manner, complimenting the helper profusely as we go along. I'm not at all ashamed to do this, because I find most people are all too happy to help if you seem to be truly in need. This opens the door to asking all kinds of questions while being helped, and in spite of myself, I usually walk away much more informed than I thought possible. I find this good for my self-esteem, and I believe good karma for the person who helped me. All this is to say, I found looking for the lemonade instead of the lemons in any given situation to be a much better option than bemoaning where I find myself. I think if you stop and take a breath, something will show up, something you hadn't yet thought of or some random piece of information that gives you a new outlook. Lemons are sour but lemonade has just enough sugar to make it a sweet treat. And I don't know about you, but I think looking for treats is not just for cats. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. 
If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.